Back to the Beat. Bulls Beat continues with Derek Sharp. On Thursday's program, you heard some of my conversation with Eric Jenkins, whose track and field team is off to a great start in the indoor season. A little bit more from him, and then a little bit from a couple of newcomers, transfers Janiah Burton and Shavoy Reed, along with Arden LaRose. Now, we talked to each of them for about four or five minutes. If you want the full conversations, we will post them later on today to our Unlimited Unloaded page. Just follow me on Twitter, at Derek Sharp. Right when we post those, we let you know about it. But here's just a, a minute or so from each, and then we'll get into the weekend's golf and tennis. So Coach Jenkins, part two first, and then a medley of his outstanding student-athletes. Almost every time I look at someone else, it's like a Zaquan breaking a record, and they seem to be from a junior college, or in his case, I believe, an NAIA school. Um, has that been part of your approach, and uh, do you guys you know, stand in line at the National JUCO meet and just bring them on over to USF? How does that, how has that been going? got a pretty good rapport with the junior colleges uh, so we've been able to go out and get some really good kids to come in uh, and uh, you know Mr. Lincoln being the NAAI uh, national champion was was a big plus for us and so uh, when he did, said he wanted to come it wasn't a hard sell for us <laughs> just got to figure out let's get him in school um, so we'll get kids from anywhere we just had a young man we signed uh, oh, a couple weeks ago who actually just ran one of the fastest times in the country at 400 meters. Um, and so, you know, you starting to see those type of things pop up. And, and we want to get more people like that who invest and who want to be at South Florida. So for us, it doesn't matter if you're from Iceland or from <laughs> Lakeland. You know, we want to have good people in the program here at the University of South Florida. That's going to be your new slogan, from Iceland to Lakeland. <laughs> just got to get somebody from Iceland first. Um, I, I got to somebody past weekend. Okay, very nice, very nice. I got to ask, I obviously don't get to go on many of these trips, although there's going to be many chances to see you guys at home. We'll get to that yep. in a second. Uh, but I can only imagine that maybe the Bulls are starting to not only maybe carry some swagger, but get some people's attention. I mean, do you have that sort of maybe clout when you walk into a, a building now these days? No, nah, we just walk quiet. Uh, sooner or later, we'll carry a big stick and – you know, but at this point, we're doing well, but we can do a lot better, and we just want to go out and, and earn our respect. Uh, we don't need to announce ourselves coming in, but when we leave, we hope that you will respect us when we leave the facility. So that's our approach. We don't have to say much. Just go do it. Awesome. And then as we start to wrap it up here, I mentioned, well, we're going to wrap up the indoor season soon, but let people know how many chances they're going to get to see you guys during the regular outdoor season and for the big one at the end of the outdoor season as far as conference goes, right? Right. So uh, we'll wrap up this indoor season. Uh, we, we'll go to Chicago this week, which will be a fantastic meet uh, there in Chicago, uh, hosted by Wisconsin. And then we will take a week off and we'll compete in the conference championship there in Birmingham. So we certainly hope to have a lot of success there. Um, and then uh, two weeks later, we'll compete at the NCAA championships in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and then we'll take off uh, – Actually, we'll take off a week. Uh, the following week, we'll open up at home with the meet uh, here that will include schools like the University of Texas, Ohio State. Texas. Uh, yep, Minnesota. Oh, uh, gosh, I got my list here. Somewhere. I mean, I was going to say, you could end the list there. Right. It would be a pretty dang good meet. It, it is going to be a very <laughs> good meet. Um, and we are focused on trying to have quality meets here. We want people to come here to enjoy quality track and field. I mean, uh, indoors last year, Texas won the national championships. Uh, they weren't far off it in the outdoor championship as well. Uh, so, you know, being able to have a program of that caliber come in, we want to race good people. Well. Sounds like um, Jose Fernandez and Ken Erickson have company as far as impressive schedules. Nice yeah. job, Coach yeah. Jenkins, and yeah. great job so far. Thanks for joining us on Bulls Beat.
Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Pleasure to meet one of the new members of the Bulls, and I want to talk about that among many things with Janiah Burton. First of all, thank you. I know you're from Florida but went to Louisville. Tell people sort of your background story growing up. Yes, I'm from Orlando, Florida. I went to Jones High School. I know Jones is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. Say, see if you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh -huh. I, I, I will admit when I'm wrong. Was their color orange? Yes. Orange and, and green. Orange and green, and the teams are called the uh, Tigers? Yes. yes. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not looking that up. No. I'm not looking that <laughs> up. All right, good. Con continue, though. Uh, so you decided to go out of state. When you came back home, you could have picked a school. I don't know if there's any schools around Orlando that have track and field, but you picked the one over in Tampa. So what was your decision like to come back here? Talking to the coaches, it was, like, comfortable. Like, they made it feel like you were at home and that you were coming to, like, a group that was going to support you hundred percent like no matter what you did and I liked it that so it's like okay all right so uh, <laughs> so that it seems like it's it's a pretty cool group fun to hang around and now that you've actually gotten to hang around I know and this is not just track and field right mm -hmm. uh, it can be many sports where you know uh, on the recruiting process maybe they're a little bit nicer to you and then you see yeah. what they're really like but I think these are really nice people right yes it wasn't no recruiting you know you be nice because I want her here it was none of that and Good. I didn't feel that when talking to Good. So tell people what you've done so far, um, uh, what events you've been running, and uh, how you think you've done so far. So far, I ran the 400 and the 4x4, and I broke the record in the 4, and me and my team, we broke the 4x4 record as well. You say that so casually. You know, <laughs> if that was me, I'd be yelling it. But uh, listen, that 4x4 always seems to be kind of the exciting event that ends meet yes. uh, how special was it being part of that team and then how special was it breaking the record with your new team it felt good to be a part of something that everybody wanted every leg wanted to run every leg wanted to go out there and beat the school record because we almost got it in the last meet but we were like i think four seconds off we didn't get it so like all the energy was into like we're gonna go get this record this meet so it was pretty fun and were you did you open the race were you on the first leg yes what do you do as uh, typically anyway, and especially when you're trying to break a record, what do you do after handing off the baton? Do you just keep on running around and cheering the whole time? Yeah, you just cheer the next person on. <laughs> yeah, and then um, when you guys know, um, when do you guys know, and did you know in that case right away that you got the record? Do you, do you have a time in your mind that you're trying to beat? Uh, take us through that part of it. No, we just, we knew, like, the school record, and then, like, once the last person came around and passed, like, the line, and then the time went up on the board, and then... One of my team was like, we got the record. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Well, do you think you guys can, I mean, listen, in 4x4, in four four, it's not like you're going to cut 10 seconds off of the time, but how much and what do you do to try and get those extra seconds off if you can? Our passing with the baton. Like, I feel like if we work more on that and we get it clear to zone like the coach want us to, like, we'll have a better time. All right. Well, Janiah, I'm having a good time so far. We'll see you on the track next time I talk to you, and congratulations so far. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Every time I turn around, I see someone who's broken a school record, which is a good thing. This time it's Shavoy Reed on the men's track and field side, and you are the 400-meter guy. Uh, has that always been kind of your event, and uh, what others have you tried throughout your course of history here? I tried 100, but it wasn't, it wasn't that good. <laughs> so they moved me up to the four. What were you talking about here or in the previous place? When in you the realized? previous place when I was in high school. Okay. And when you say it wasn't that good, I can't see you, you know, being that slow. But, I mean, were you in last place? What was not that good for you? Basically, it's not last, but in the middle. <laughs> I wasn't satisfied. 
most people would be good in the middle. So growing up in Jamaica, and I noticed on this team, Romaine was the guy that made a splash last year. I remember Romaine told me about, you know, he could actually cook some Jamaican food. Is that true, and has he done it for you yet? Yeah. He yeah. could he can cook the rice and peas. That's <laughs> it? Yeah. That's it. That's the dish he told me. Why? Wh what makes that special? What do you have to do in that dish to make it good? It sounds basic, rice and peas, but what makes it so delicious? Um, The coconut milk. Mm. Yeah, and um, the scallion and the pepper. Okay. Put flavor into it. All right. What else? Name me another dish, because I, I want to eat some Jamaican food all of a sudden. The favorite thing I like is curry chicken, but oxtail is nice. Oh, yeah. And um, curry goat. Mm. Yeah, that one. All right. I'm gonna go I like dumpling. Dumpling, I like curry goat. All right. Let's get back to track and field. Uh, what got you to, uh, first of all, South Plains? I'm not going to act and pretend like I know where that is. Where is that? Million Level in Texas. What drew you there? How did you find them? And how did you perform there? Before we get to USF, how did you do in Texas? I was trying to get a scholarship to to come over here. Mm -hmm. And then it was pretty much last minute. After I finished high school, they texted me. I was like, they're interesting, but I never know what to do. Mm -hmm. So sure. I called my mom, and she talked to them and everything. And I signed some documents. Then I went on with it. So it doesn't it doesn't sound like that was always maybe going to be the plan, going to America? No. Wow. So that must have been difficult. Um Obviously, you can rely on your skills and that kind of thing, but still going from to a new country, was that a challenge? And describe the challenges if it was. It was hard. Nobody understands me. <laughs> I can understand you great, but not at the beginning. It's getting better, but when I just came over here, nobody understands. Wait a second. Was it a Texas town where everybody was wearing cowboy hats kind of Texas town? Not really. Okay, good. I know. I've been to a lot of Texas towns. They're not all that typical. How do you like Tampa, and how do you like the Bulls? It's nice. It's like because of the city, I like seeing stuff. It's a beautiful city. Yeah. It really is. Do you, I'm going to guess, uh, in Jamaica, s soccer was the main sport that you watched, and do you find yourselves learning about some new American sports and maybe in Tampa, or is it too early for that? I'm trying to understand American football, but it's hard. He's shaking his head. No, I get it. I get it. It's not the same. So you like football, football? Yes, sir. Okay. We're on the same level then. Absolutely. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. Keep uh, having successes, and we'll talk to you again soon, and, and I'll tell you about the rice and peas then. All right. Thank you. With Arden LaRose, who I've interviewed several times, but in a different capacity with the soccer team. And anytime we've spoken, we casually mention that you had a decent track and field background. Not just you, but tell people about your family background again, in case they don't remember it from two years ago. <laughs> uh, it was my, uh, all, all of my family competed a track in Canada, and my grandpa still was running track to this day. Um, he does track meets and stuff, and they were all like, pretty successful like with school records at high schools and universities in Canada. Well, obviously, you perked up my ears when you said your grandpa's still running today. <laughs> is he very young? Do you uh, know how old he is? Like, he's like 80-something, I think. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. Yeah. That's great. So it was kind of ingrained in you. Um, now, bursting onto the scene uh, this year, uh, running the mile uh, for the track team, what uh, kind of work have you done to get to that point, uh, balancing it between soccer and uh, running the mile. I mean, what what kind of uh, work have you been putting in off the side? Do you always kind of have to find yourself uh, thinking about both sports? Or how how do you balance them? Um, I'm always thinking about both, but right now, since we're in spring, my priority is track. You won by how many seconds? A, a minute the other day uh, <laughs> in Boston. Tell people about that uh, performance. 
Um, I don't even know what it was, but um, I kind of just went into that, to that race uh, with a goal of trying to break f- uh, five minutes. So I didn't really wasn't really focused on who was with me. I was kind of knew what splits I wanted to go through at. Uh, Coach Griffiths had told me to go through it. Uh, the 800 between 220 and 225 so that's that was my main focus on the race that day um you are running you it would be tough to run a mile in back-to-back days so just to be specific you ran a mile one day and the 1000 meters the next day yes okay so was that kind of an exclusive event to indoor because i'm not a track and field expert is is that something that is based based around the indoor yeah i think so it's kind of an odd event it's not a every indoor meet either it's just, I don't know. I saw your splits on the mile. Uh, again, wish I would have been there. Uh, wasn't. So is it like half the length of a normal track, basically? Because it looked like they yeah. were timing you every half mile. It's 200-meter track. Okay. So that, that does that make it a different approach to the mile? Does this feel a little bit different because it, you're running, I guess, eight laps instead of four? Yeah. It definitely feels different and is, like, mentally different. But my goal is pretty much, like, still the same with, like, looking at times and splits like going through the 800 the first 800 meters and 11 seconds upon your previous personal record is yeah. that right yeah D- do you know that as you're doing it do you i mean did you feel like you had that in you and when you do have that feeling kind of describe it um i mean after i finished the race the previous week where i ran 509 i kind of i knew i had more in me like just based off of how my practices were going i like they have, my races weren't showing how I had been practicing. So I knew that there was more in me. And when coach Griffiths had told me to go out harder, I knew like that was what was going to help me finish stronger and like, uh, b- break five. So that was, <laughs> uh, kind of just like how I did that. Let me ask you, because everyone else that's watching you can look at the time. Are you able to look at the time or at least glance up and know where you are? It can't all be inside you. Yeah. Um, at every 200 meter, there's a clock so I can kind of see it. And also Coach Griffiths is on the side okay. yelling them out for me, too. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, it that does. helps, doesn't it? Definitely. All right. So as we wrap it up here, um, we knew about your track and field history. I knew that, that you had the potential to be a two sport person. Do you actually feel it now? Do you feel different? Do you feel a little pride? Yeah, it actually it does feel a lot better now that my uh, training is showing in my races now. And yeah, hopefully on the field, it will start to show in the fall, too. All right. Well, we're not going to put any pressure on you and ask you to break your record every single time, but go ahead and do that anyway. <laughs> I will. Thank you.